it's really important that if you're focused on building community, that you're actually focused on the people and not so much the numbers. Welcome to A Better Lifestyle. I am your host, Richard, and I will be with you throughout this journey. This show is here to empower individuals to do more in life professionally. You will find a variety of topics that will help you to be more productive and more successful. So join me and the professionals from different industries as we bring education and knowledge for more success. Hi, everybody. Welcome to A Better Lifestyle. My name is Richard. Today, we're going to talk about building an online community. And I have the pleasure to have Nicole Baldino with me. And uh, she's a very successful entrepreneur. And uh, she's doing some interesting, some, uh, some good stuff, some interesting, interesting stuff. So uh, we're going to be talking to her uh, about uh, building an online community. And uh, I think it's going to be uh, pretty interesting. So uh, please, Nicole, tell everybody who you are. Give us a brief resume of who you are. Let's say maybe in uh, 90 seconds, two minutes, and uh, then we'll take it from there. Sure thing. Well, hi, Richard. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. So my name is Nicole Baldinu. I was a high school teacher before I turned to full-time entrepreneurship. I've been in business with my husband and co-founder for 10 years now, actually. So this year marks 10 years since I left uh, teaching. And together we run a top business podcast, the $100 MBA show podcast, and a webinar platform called Webinar Ninja, um, which has close to, yeah, to about 20 uh, teammates distributed around the world across nine time zones. <laughs> so that gets a little bit tricky at times. Oh, wow. So, so now you're doing business full-time now, right? Correct. I left teaching via a film school route. So I didn't last very long in filmmaking, but when I left teaching, I was really searching for my second act as I've come to kind of refer to it. Um, and so I went through to film school to try and just do something different, expose myself to a whole new world because I wanted to leave teaching. And pretty soon after, it was probably within a year that I, um, you know, Omar and I had teamed up and he was building a business. He came to me with the idea of the $100 MBA. And I had learned recently some film uh, editing techniques and filmmaking techniques. And so, you know, he had this idea for this online community, business training, and he said, you know, we could team up and you could lend your skills to what I'm looking to build. And it sounded really exciting. So that was our first venture together. I, I pretty much left, um, you know, the video projects that I, I completed the video projects that I was working on and put that, you know, aside and decided to team up full time with Omar and build our businesses. Mm. All right. So we're going to jump in right into uh, the topic uh, what is, uh, I'm going to start pretty basic. What is a community? Oh, a good question. What is a community? I, it's interesting that you ask it in that way, because I think about sometimes the community and an audience, you know, in business having some sort of overlap. 
Um, you know, but really the community as I've come to see that we've built around the $100 MBA and with Webinar Ninja is, you know, a group of people that come together who are like-minded, have similar aspirations, similar goals, um, want support from people who are doing maybe similar things to what they're doing or trying to achieve what they have achieved, what they're trying to achieve. And so they come together for either accountability, for feedback, for inspiration. Um, and, you know, a lot of times friendship as well. Like what ends up happening in these communities is that, you know, friendships are formed as well. So, uh, so how do you build a, a strong community online? I'd say there's a few ingredients to what makes a really strong community. And by no means, you know, do I see myself as the expert. What I will share, I suppose, is some of the um, journey that we've been on from, you know, starting the $100 MBA and, and building Webinar Ninja as well and how we've kind of built communities around those two um, businesses, products. And some of the lessons, I guess, that we've learned along the way, because originally with the $100 MBA, it was, you know, a, a product, it was a series of videos, content to teach people the fundamentals of business. And, um, you know, so, uh, and, and Omar would uh, teach these, these business lessons and below each video, there'd be spaces to comment. And, um, and so people could comment under those videos and that way people were chatting and getting feedback and, and discussing like the, the content. It wasn't such a formalized community around that. Um, when we came to, um, you know, the, the podcast came after. And so we, you know, you gather an audience of listeners. I realized then the power of, you know, actually as a business owner, how powerful it is to build that audience so that you can, you know, create content for them, deliver value for to them. Um, and, you know, more people come along to, 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 you know, consume more and more of that content. After the $100 MBA, um, you know, with Webinar Ninja, we realized um, you know, that there's always a need to, to have that community aspect because people, um, you know, have questions, they want to see what other people are doing. And so we realized, okay, there's a, there's a need for a community in, uh, for Webinar Ninja as well. But initially we, you know, we have a community now that we launched this year. But initially, we went via the Facebook uh, group route, which, again, has a very different purpose, a different, different engagement, a different interaction to it. So there's different ways that you can build out your community. And I think throughout these 10 years, what we've landed on now through, you know, the different types of communities we tried to build around the $100 MBA and around Webinar Ninja, we've really landed on a format and a, and a way that works, um, which is now outside of Facebook. Okay. Uh, so the community you have in webinar, uh, in a webinar Ninja and uh, in the $100 MBA, those are two different communities or it's the same like people maybe? We don't have a formal way for the $100 MBA community to, to gather. Um, for Webinar Ninja, if I can, I'll speak to that, is um, a community that we've called Ninja Town, and we've launched it on its own platform and members um, and users of the, of the software uh, gather and there's different activities, events. We have a community manager. So we have a, an established community for Webinar Ninja. The $100 MBA has listeners of the show followers of the show, uh, of the podcast, and but not a formalized uh, community in, per se. Okay. 
And uh, what what mistakes do you see people do when they try to build the an online community? I think you have to be very clear, um, you know, why people and, and how people are going to engage. So, you know, I think one of the lessons, and, you know, I think there's a lot of successful communities that exist on Facebook, uh, for example. Um, but, you know, we found that when we had the experience of having a community on Facebook, there's a lot of room for distractions. And so, you really, if you want people to engage, participate and be focused on, you know, the content, the engagement, the interaction, it is really a good idea to have a very, um, you know, separate and in a, in a space that's not um, easily, you know, filled with other distractions. And I can find, I could see that that Facebook would be, you know, could kind of lend itself to people being distracted by notifications. Um, so, you know, the intention when, you know, a member signs into Ninja Town is that they're coming there to, you know, be really focused on content that's around webinars. Uh, they might be asking for feedback. They might be attending, uh, you know, a coffee hour session that our community manager, Jenny, hosts. Uh, they might be participating in one of the monthly challenges. So it's very focused as to why they're there and what they expect um, to get out of you know, their time that they spend there versus being somewhere where, oh, I'm hanging around Facebook or I'm hanging around, you know, whatever platform and I could be easily distracted and go and do something else. Okay. So what are the, what are some of the struggles that uh, you've encountered while building uh, your online community? I'd say so, it, it can happen. It depends on like, the, you know, the product around it. So I guess one of the struggles with, um, you know, say a webinar platform, so Webinar Ninja, is that sometimes customers need support, you know, they need technical help. And, you know, one of the struggles can be like, how do you dis distinguish and differentiate between when someone's asking questions that are very technical related or support related versus, you know, maybe getting feedback on a webinar topic they're thinking of doing or how to get more, attract more uh, registrants for their webinars. So, you know, having a community manager really helps in, in that regard. So initially when Omer and I years ago had set up the first community through Facebook, it was really just us running it. And, you know, we've, you know, as, you know, the co-founders were spinning a lot of plates, we were managing a lot of things. And so, you know, the time that it probably needed to invest in it on a daily basis, uh, you know, was, was a lot. And so one of the things that if you can to have someone who's dedicated as a community manager who can, you know, route those conversations that are maybe more support related uh, to the support team, because we have a support team that can handle those questions and kind of manage those conversations um, and, you know, moderate those conversations is really, really helpful. So definitely having someone whose dedicated role is to manage the community um, is super, super helpful. Uh, people, some, well, people have a lot of followers. If they have maybe 5,000 followers, 100,000 followers, uh, it doesn't really mean that they have a community if they have 100,000 mm. followers. So how do you how do you uh, how do you deal with that like uh, with that aspect? What's the difference, and how can uh, how could someone uh, like I said before like uh, deal with that? Yeah, that's a good 
distinction because I think if you're looking at the metrics of those, what people refer to as vanity metrics, followers, you're right. It doesn't always translate to engaged people that are really connected with your content, that are getting a lot of value, are being helped or being inspired by your content. I think it's easy to look at it from the outside and think, oh, 100,000 equals I have a hundred people who are super engaged, a hundred thousand people who are super engaged. You're right. It's not always the case. Um, in our experience, you know, for example, um, Omar will run uh, member webinars uh, monthly and even the sales webinars themselves attract the same people um, who like to come because they are part of the community, even though they might've, you know, be heard the same content before they're actually, you know, attending those webinars again and again. Uh, yes, because there's new content, but also because of that community aspect where they've gotten, they see the same people in, in the chat um, and there's that familiarity. So, you know, I think, it's really important that if you're focused on building community, that you're actually focused on the people and not so much the numbers. Because if you start to just focus on the numbers, then, okay, you're focused on the numbers. But as soon as you start to be focused on the people, you remember people's names, you remember their businesses, you remember what they do. You can, you can refer to that. You can refer to other people in the community and say, oh, so-and-so, um, you know, might be able to help you with this. But that takes a really deep level of knowledge and interest in, your, in each member to be able to do that. So it probably comes back to what are you focused on? Are you focused on having you know, a huge number of followers and community members, or are you focused on having very engaged people where, um, you know, the conversations, are, are, you know, there's connections, there's meaningful connections taking place and you actually know as many of those people as possible. Okay. So how does one go about that? Like the whole process of building a deep, a deep relationship, a deep, uh, a, a deep relationship with the people. Well, you have to engage. You have to just be present. You have to spend time. And I know I talked about having a community manager as well, um, but you know that person's role, if, if it's not the founder, if it's a community manager, is actually in there engaging and um, you know really listening to what people are saying. Or even simple things like if if a community member mentions, "Oh, I've got a webinar next week," you know it you know, a great community manager, and I have to give credit to someone like, um, you know, Jenny from our team, will remember that that person has a webinar and send them a, a message that day saying, good luck. Um, so, you know, there is that care factor, which, you know, you can't really train or teach. It has to come from the person, but you have to be really you know, following along with what people are doing, be mindful to check in on them, um, to, to refer, you know, their work to somebody else. Um, and that takes time. It takes engagement, uh, but it's super rewarding, you know, because again, those, those uh, connections are much stronger and much, much deeper. Hmm. So my question, and maybe my next question is probably a little bit, probably similar but uh, so for the long term, if you're trying to build, uh, let's say, well, you're building a personal brand on social media and, uh, you know, you're growing, you're following. And at the same time, you're trying to build a community. How do you nurture those people for the long run? There's lots of ways. I mean, asking, you know, your community will often give you ideas for uh, what 
what content to generate, what things you can help them with. So constantly asking, um, you know, what they're interested in, what their struggles are, what the, what content they would like to see so that you can provide that for them. It's a great way to continuously engage them. And then I think you have to be mindful on that journey that, you know, some of your members will will evolve. Um, you know, they may need something different to a new member that's joining that community. So it's it's being, I guess, mindful of that evolution of your of your um of your community members um, and tuning in to what they really need so that you can nurture them over the long term. You know, they may want more um, specialized content, um, you know, and that could lead to a different product or, you know, different types of consulting uh, offerings. There's different ways that you could provide what it is that your community needs as, you know, their needs change or as their needs evolve. Um, so being mindful of that along the way is a great way to nurture them continuously over a long period of time. So what advice would you have for someone who wants to start building a, a community uh, online? Oh, this I guess it depends on, you know, um, your team size, you know, the resources and tools. I think it's never been easier these days. I know I said that we grew out of the Facebook um, option of running a community, but, and, and, you know, and built our community on another platform, but I don't think there's anything wrong with starting communities on, on platforms like that. If, you know, your resources are limited, or if you just want to start, you know, uh, creating content and learning more about your audience to, you know, to start a group on, on Facebook or whatever forum suits you. I mean, a lot of people can choose uh, their platform of choice, where they're engaging, where they feel their, their, their followers would be, or their community members would be. And just start, I'd say start, um, you know, focused on just one of these areas. I think a lot of the time entrepreneurs feel like they have to be everywhere or people feel like the need to be present on every single platform. But I would start where you think your your followers and your audience members are most likely to hang out and just stay hyper-focused, engage um, there, test out different types of content that they might want, whether it's videos, whether it's, you know, audio, whatever it might be, um, and, and then, you know, expand from there. So you've been in a business now for uh, for a few years now. Uh, what what advice would you have for uh, for someone who wants to build a successful business? Oh, there's that's such a broad. <laughs> there's so many things that that come to mind. Um, the the one thing that we've learned over time is is consistency. Um, you know, if you follow the hundred dollar MBA show, I think Omar's now you know published well over two thousand episodes. So there's that consistency in in showing up, um, and and that might mean that throughout the time, you know, maybe some things don't don't land or they don't work as well. But you know, that consistency of showing up and being committed um, will go a long way. Uh, most people give up. Uh, far too early. Uh, most people get deflated when something doesn't work. Um, and we found, you know, that delivering um, our promise over and over consistently is, is what builds that strong following, that strong community, because they come to rely on you uh, as kind of a rock. Like I know that I can depend on for example, this this podcast being published every day to give me a lesson. And so that consistency um, is something that, you know, if you're going to commit, 
you know, show up and, and commit. Okay. And uh, you've, uh, you have, uh, you founded a SaaS company, right? Yes. Webinar Ninja is a SaaS. Yes. Webinar is a SaaS company. So what, uh, for some people who don't know, what is a SaaS company? So SaaS stands for Software as a Service. And it's a subscription base. So it's a webinar platform that's online and that you access monthly and um, you have access to it online. So it's a software on a subscription, on a recurring subscription model. That's the business model for a SaaS. Okay. And uh, what are the, so you, you bootstrap, uh, I think when I saw your, your bio, uh, the bio, uh, it was saying that you bootstrap uh, to start the company. So how was the whole uh, process and the journey? Yeah, so bootstrapped or self-funded. Um, basically, when um, we had launched the $100 MBA and Omar was run- running webinars to attract more members into the online program, he started to run webinars and he kind of put something together that was very minimal Uh, just so that he could be running webinars much more easily and be able to put them together very easily. And we're talking back in 2014, so there weren't that many options out there. Uh, But when he put something very simple together and he was using it every week to run the webinars for the $100 MBA, uh, some people got very curious and interested into what he was actually using to run the webinar. And actually on one of those webinars, somebody asked if they could buy what he was using. And it was there that he had the idea that, oh, maybe someone, you know, other people have the same pain point. Um, and so at the time, you know, we were just getting started. The $100 MBA show was very new. We were still trying to get members into the community. It was growing but quite steadily, but not, you know, explosive growth. Um, and so with the idea of possibly building a software, um, we really didn't have a lot of funds at the time. And so we decided to pre-sell um, what he did was he put together some mock-ups and of mock-ups being just visuals of what the software would look like and what the tool would actually do. And he put that up on a landing page and he, we set a price for it. And we said, you know, we're, we're going to open up uh, X amount of beta spots uh, for, for founding uh, members. And just, we just pre-sold those spots and essentially, you know, we pre-sold for the first, I think it was 48 hours and then another 24 hours just to get the first 250 spots uh, for the software. And it was with those funds, basically people who said, okay, yes, this sounds interesting. I'll give you my money for it. You know, can't wait. And, you know, it was with those funds that we then hired a freelancer and we decided to, we were able to then start building the, the software and the first version of Webinar Ninja. So it was through pre-selling um, that that's how Webinar Ninja started. Okay. Uh, what are some stuff that you're working right now at the moment? Well, we're very excited. Um, you know, Webinar Ninja's evolved. We launched our community this year and that's going great. Uh, we are launching a courses uh, version, so a complementary part of the app, which will allow people to run live cohorted courses. So, you know, webinars are mostly, um, you know, a single session, one-to-many and um, the single events, Uh, but with the courses offering that we'll be um, releasing very, very soon, which we're very excited about, people will be able to, um, you know, sell a course, 
run it live and have students, you know, be able to consume that content and what come in back come back and watch the the replay of that content. Um, so that's got us very very excited right now. Okay. And the uh, $100 MBA show uh, what is it all about again? So the $100 MBA show podcast uh basically daily it's a daily business podcast Monday to Friday Omar records an episode every single day and he delivers essentially what is a practical actionable business lesson um that you know someone can take away and implement right away in their business and you know we haven't deviated from that that promise um and he's been you know he's committed to that um and every day someone can you know just now as i said over 2000 episodes um that people can consume a, a whole library of content of you know everything from building a business a team management so you know topics there <laughs> there are so many topics there to consume great any last words concerning everything we've talked about on uh, building an online community that you want to say to the people Oh, I mean, it's a it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's very it's very rewarding. Um it does take time and it takes time to get it right, but I I think there's so much power in in communities, so it's definitely worth um investing in if it's if it is something that you can spend invest and spend the time um, you know, dedicated to. <laughs> Great. Uh where can people find you on uh social media or uh, the internet if they want to get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. I mean, the $100 MBA show is on any great podcast app, probably the one that you're listening to, you know, this podcast on. Uh we're at webinarninja.com if anyone's interested in a webinar platform. Uh my favorite or my platform social media platform of choice is Instagram, so you can, everyone can find me Nicole Baldino um on Instagram. Great. Uh thanks Nicole for being here on the podcast. It was uh it was nice to meet you and uh uh thank you for accepting my invitation for being here uh i hope everybody found some value in that episode on uh, building an online community uh my name is richard i was with nicole baldino and uh thank you once again for listening and watching to this uh to this episode to this podcast welcome to a better lifestyle and uh we'll see you on the next episode everybody bye thank you nicole Thanks Richard. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.